Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. All right, so I want to talk this week about a notion called harm reduction. And uh, I'm not really trained in this field. Um, so in, in the field I'm about to talk about like social work, I'm not a social worker, but um, one of my best friends in the world is. And we were talking about addiction and food addiction one day, this was years ago. And um, she just started a job at a hospital um, and in particular, one of her roles was helping underprivileged um, uh, people who were maybe immigrants and didn't speak English and had, had major health conditions, helping them get to, um, to doctors um, and, tr and help translate for them and make sure that they got the services they needed. And she was experiencing um, the, the treatment of diabetes in our culture. Like, you know, they would be diagnosed with diabetes and the whole appointment would be focused on helping them inject themselves with insulin when they ate and take glucose tabs if they're, you know, sugar sugar tablets, if their blood sugar dropped down. And she's like, that's all they talked about. They never said like, be sure to eat healthfully, <laughs> like none of that. So we were commiserating and we were talking about, um, you know, she, she brought up the issue of harm reduction. And I remember at the time my back bristled because like I'm a bright liner. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm a big fan of abstinence. I'm not a big fan of harm reduction because I think addiction is in play. And in general, um, I, I would rather someone quit than try to like think, well, how can I just make this less bad? <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, fast forward a couple years. And as I talked about in a recent vlog, I recently celebrated 15 years of, of eating the Bright Line Eating Way, no sugar, no flour, uh, weighing and measuring my food, um, eating only at mealtime. And, um, it, you know, it hasn't been a perfect 15 years of consecutive squeaky clean Bright Lines, but I've been doing it. And, you know, well over 5,000 days of um, immaculate Bright Lines, writing down what I'm gonna eat the night before, and then the next day eating only in exactly that. And um, so this sort of 15 year anniversary has kind of put me into a state of reflection. I've been thinking about a lot of stuff really deeply lately and my lines have been immaculate here for quite a stretch. Um, just feeling really solid with automaticity and feeling really healthy, exercising every morning, six mornings a week, not every morning, but you know, meditating every morning and just feeling really like in my bright line eating groove. Like I am, I'm like in the groove, but a while back I wasn't and I was struggling with my bright lines. I just come off of a, a w wicked stretch of traveling and I was on my weekly mastermind call. Once a week I get together with my magnificent mastermind mavens and bright line eating. We do mastermind groups. We teach people about this in the boot camp. Um, it's, there's a little blurb about it in my book. Um, we emphasize it even more in bright lifers and you know, so a group of four people get together once a week for 90 minutes. Um, on a free teleconference line and, and support each other with this very specific format. And that format is each person gets to share and then everybody gives them feedback. And um, I was sharing about my struggle at the, at the moment with my bright lines. And um, one of my brilliant mastermind mavens who also has a long history of recovery from drug addiction and you know has been in a right size body now with bright line eating for years and years. She's actually never broken her bright lines since she started bright line eating. And she said, you know, Susan, I don't know what to say that might be helpful to you, but she said, what's coming up for me is, could you think about, she said, could you think about your 23 years of perfect, unbroken, immaculate sobriety? You're clean and sober, 23 years without a break. Is there anything you can learn from that 
and translate it to your food. Not a novel concept. I've thought of this a million times, but, but when she said it, something instantly came up for me. And um, it has to do with this notion of harm reduction. What came up for me was, well, I've always said that I'm clean and sober all this time because I've got other things to use. And it's kind of a joke, right? It's kind of tongue in cheek, but it's like, look, yeah, I'm clean and sober from drugs and alcohol, but you know, once in a blue moon, I'll pick up, you know, food, <laughs> cigarettes, caffeine, men, blah, 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 right? Like, you know, a late night gar game, of, game of cards against humanity, you know, I'll go out and shoot pool until two in the morning, I'll, I'll whatever, 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 right? So there are ways that like my inner addict comes out and I, you know, you know, hop on the back of some motorcycle and ride around town in the middle of the night or something, you know? So, um, so I said that, I said, well, this is what came up for me when you said that is I have other things to use. That's why I've been clean and sober so long is, you know, if my inner addict is like looking to get a fix, it's looking to play, um, I don't need to go to drugs and alcohol because like I could pick up something else and I do sometimes. And then I went to another level of thinking, what, which was of the things that I've been known to pick up, which of them still serve me and which of them really don't. So the ones that don't are food. Food doesn't serve me. When I pick up food, my life gets worse and fast. Um, and there is almost no period anymore where it's like working, you know what I mean? Where I can like hang in that sweet spot of, you know, yeah, I'm probably using this a little bit, but it's working for me. Like I'm doing okay. Mm. When I pick up food, um, it's like a, it's like some sort of trump card. Like everything gets bad really fast. It's a keystone habit for me. So food doesn't work for me. Another one that doesn't work for me is cigarettes. Like for me, one drag of a cigarette, I've been on and off in cigarettes a bazillion times since I've picked up my first cigarette at the age of 15. And you know, for me, cigarettes, they just don't work. One leads to, okay, I'm somewhere between a half a pack a day smoker and a pack a day smoker instantly. Like I'll smoke a pack the first day if <laughs> I pick up a cigarette. Excuse me. There is no one cigarette for me. There just isn't. But caffeine serves me. Seriously, I go on and off caffeine at will and it's not that hard for me to quit. And mostly it serves me. Like when I learned a year or two ago from the Food Revolution um, Network, you know, uh, Ocean Robbins put out a blog and then people talked about it on the Food Revolution Summit that like coffee and green tea are actually really healthy. As long as you're not putting crap in your coffee, as long as you're not putting sugar and cream in your coffee, it's actually really healthy, like really correlated with longer life, with, you know, just better health outcomes across the board. I was like, really? You know, uh, there was some quiz that I took that was like, do you just drink water? And I was all proud and I ticked yes. And then in the feedback form, it was like, yeah, that's actually a health risk to just drink water. If you're not drinking coffee and tea, you're not as healthy as you could be. And I was like, what? And so I started reading up on it and I was like, holy smokes, it's true. So when I read that, now I'm an addict for sure. Caffeine is a drug. And in my experience, it mostly serves me. There's pros and cons about caffeine for me. Some of the cons are, um, I notice that I'm happier on average when I drink caffeine. Um, and it gives me a feeling of freedom in my life in the sense that Sorry, but like I've got something to use. Like if I'm traveling and I'm out with a bunch of people and we're at a restaurant and there's like a long, you know, meal, you know, I'm on my sixth 
glass of sparkly water with lime and you know having some decaf for me decaf is caffeine because there's a little caffeine in it so if i'm off caffeine i can't have decaf either because it will escalate into drinking caffeine um having a decaf or a cup of coffee like it's a it's a nice thing anyway i could go into the long list of pros and cons with caffeine that's maybe the subject for another vlog and i will cover that at some point but basically caffeine serves me or or well enough like if i'm looking at a harm reduction approach to my addiction picking up caffeine is not a bad move for me um yeah it's just not like i can i i manage it fine and if it's not serving me at the moment i'll go off it you know the other one that serves me is men i'm heterosexual and um i'm attracted to all kinds of men all the time and I do this thing with men where I like run energy with them. Like I can feel them flirting with me or at least I imagine in my, I make up in my head that they're flirting with me and I'm flirting with them. I've checked in with my husband about this five billion gazillion times and his answer is always the same. Honey, it doesn't bother me. Like you do you, you know, seriously, it's fine. And um, so if I need a fix, like I got, you know, men that I can text and just be like, hey, what's up? And run a little bit of energy and get that zing. and. I've got a ton of male friends who are like, they're just, um, they're just good people. They're like brothers, but like with that running energy thing that is, um, it's a zing for me, for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, I used to have a real moral issue with it because I felt like I was being unfaithful to my husband and he's like, honey, you're not, it's fine. Um, so I finally like internalized that and now I'm like, oh, so I check in with them and if they got a spouse, we check in with them and make sure everything's on the up and up. And then I'm like, okay, I can use this. Like it's not actually, you know, I don't get crazy about it. I don't go off the rails with it. Like it's fine. And, um, so I was thinking like, okay, I have these two things that I can use, caffeine and men. And what I've realized is I've had, since I had that thought, which was a while ago, and my lines have been squeaky clean bright since then, including then and since then, um, I've had several instances where I was feeling emotional stress, I was feeling pressure, I was feeling wrung out, like maybe I didn't get enough sleep the night before, and my saboteur was starting to like thump on me, like, you know, and I'm going to the grocery store, and it's, it's starting to propose that maybe I should eat something or, you know, whatever. And I switched the thought around to, well, I could use caffeine or men. And I think in most of those cases, I've gotten myself a cup of black decaffe decaffeinated coffee. And um, again, which for me counts as caffeine, because yeah, um, and I was fine. The thought went away and I went on my merry way. And so I guess for me, I just want to share that this harm mitigation approach, um, this like think about, you know, this, this idea of harm reduction and in the suite of things there are to use, do you have any that actually serve you? So exercise would be another one. D does exercise serve you? Maybe that would be a thing to use in a clutch moment. You know what I mean? Just saying. Um, there's all kinds of other things that um, I can do that I wouldn't call using that are ways of turning that around to my favorite go-to always and forever is to make a phone call. I've just got a million gazillion people that I call, like I, my inner circle is so large. The number of people, you can probably tell by my vlogs, which are pretty intimate, right? The number of people that I can be real with on this planet, it's really big. And so I have people that I can call and just get real with on a moment's notice. So that's not using, that's, that's connecting, that's getting support. And that's what I do mostly. 
but I find that my addict, the part of me, I guess it's like the rebellious teenager part, it really does want expression sometimes. And since I've been clear about the things that I use that don't serve me, which are food and cigarettes, of course, drugs, alcohol, long since gone, but, you know, in, in recent memory, not going back to Susan Pierce Thompson Paleolithic times, like in more recent memory, food and cigarettes, they don't serve me. Caffeine and men do. And so, you know, or they can, you know, it's, I'm, I'm an addict, so I'm always going to have to keep an eye on things. But so anyway, I just wanted to share that in case it might be helpful to kind of go through that little thought analysis with yourself. Um, I will say that I have had times in my life where I've gotten really ascetic, like I've gotten really pure and I refuse to use anything on principle, really. Like I'm an addict and I don't use. And there have been years in my recovery journey where that approach has served me. So if you're in that spot, I just wanna be clear that I am not suggesting that you go find something to use. Do you hear me? I'm not suggesting that you go find something to use. This is rather a concept that if you find that you're already using things, it might be helpful to get clear about of the array of options, which ones are most harmful for you and which ones can you kind of get away with on occasion and, you know, sort of doing some triage. That's all I'm saying. It's been working for me lately. And, um, just for the record, in, in the last few months since I've been thinking this way, um, I feel like I'm standing in my highest self always. Like, I'm fine. So, um, you know, and, and as much, I'm human. And as much as any of us are fine, right? I mean, that's kind of a cocky thing to say. But, like, um, I guess for me at the moment, using what I'm using isn't hurting me. It doesn't feel like that. I don't think it's hurting anybody else either. Like I'm in a really good spot. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there that suddenly the notion of harm reduction has new meaning for me in my life. I used to reject it, but um, now I'm kind of thinking that it has a role. So for better or for worse, take what you like and leave the rest. You don't have to uh, put any stock in this and you certainly don't have to go out and use if you're not using now. But um, yeah, just thought I'd share. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.